Blog Talk Radio. So welcome to Blog Talk Radio. This is Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, Evolve, and I'm Robin White Turtle Disney. And today I'm here with my guest, uh, Norma Cordova. Norma is a sound healer, and she's been doing this for most of her life, and I wanted her to tell her story. And then we'll hear some uh, musical sound healing that she's produced with a group of friends that were part of the Winds of Change uh, and were a group for many years. So anyway, I'll let her tell the story. So Norma, welcome. Well, I'm very happy to be here with you today, Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, so sound has been really enormously important to you for most of your life. Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell a little bit about your early introduction to music? Well, I guess um, when I was a very young child, my parents discovered that I had this enormous voice for a little little pot of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was never um, a big child. And um, I started singing, uh, actually, on stage and made a recording uh, when I was five years old. Mm. Uh, I lived in New York City, and my parents found out about this place called Starkey Studios. So um, it was, of, that was the beginning of my singing, and any time my parents had any... Um, festivities happening at the house, people would ask me to sing, and then um, eventually, as I grew older, I sang in choruses, um, I sang, um, uh, I was the lead uh, singer for the NYU uh, Spring Concert mm-hmm. in New York mm-hmm. when I was 17, and, um, and when I was in my... 1819, I was singing with a band uh, at uh, the Hollywood Terrace in uh, in Brooklyn. Mm. And when once I got married, my career kind of ended. Mm-hmm. And but I sang to my children, and whenever there were parties or New Year's, you know, there was always opportunities. People would say, "Norma, get up and sing," and mm. sing some kind of bluesy thing. But what I realized was how much joy. Um, and especially the years that I sang in church, uh, that to me was an incredible opportunity to really experience uh, spirit, even though it was uh, a church and it was part of a religion. Mm-hmm. I did Gregorian chant for 10 years and then uh, a high mass and midnight mass and Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And But I that was when I realized that I had a connection to something greater mm-hmm. um, on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. but not realizing exactly what it was until uh, the 70s mm-hmm. uh, when I was um, living in Staten Island, New York, on the beach, and um, was introduced to a woman that was doing classes called Creative Mind Power. Mm. And um, it was the first time I ever heard about meditation. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I began to uh, lay quietly. 
uh, at home whenever my children were at school or I had the opportunity. And one day I was um, going deeper into the meditation and all of a sudden I couldn't move. It was like I knew that I couldn't move. I was consciously aware that my, as I was breathing, that my this breath was coming through me, but it was bigger than just my breath. And it opened my mouth slowly, and my mouth felt like it became as big as my face. And then it kind of like became my, what I know now to be my crown. And it just opened as if it were, I was connected to the cosmos. It was just mm. so big. Mm. And suddenly, out of this this energy moving through me, came this enormous sound. And I couldn't tell if the sound were coming from inside of me or from outside of me into me. Mm. It just was one great big energetic uh, expression Mm -hmm. through this enormous sound. It felt huge. And so I, I, I woke up and I came out of the meditation and I was pretty much like in awe of what had happened. Mm -hmm. And um, several weeks later, a friend brought this woman to my house, and she said, she was very intuitive, and she said, I was told that I needed to bring her to you. And she felt like her chest was being crushed. She had gone to doctors, and they were treating her like she was having mental problems. And um, she said it was like her heart was being crushed inside I didn't know what to do, but something said, bring her into your living room, sit her down. I sat her on a hassock. My friend sat facing her on the couch, and I just went and stood behind her and closed my eyes and began to just breathe. And the breath relaxed me. And as I relaxed, I just put my arms out um, as I stood behind her, and suddenly... As I exhaled, sounds started to come. And I began to experience a connectedness to this woman through the breath, Mm -hmm. almost as if the breath was going inside of her and it was expanding her. And as I, the sound came through me, it was releasing something that was inside of her. Mm. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was following something bigger than myself that said, just breathe and allow the process. Mm -hmm. And I did. My friend who was observing what was happening, the woman who looked completely contracted, by the time the session was over, and I don't know how long it took, her arms was straight out, and she was breathing a uh, deep breath, and she looked alive. This mm-hmm. is what my friend described. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I came, became conscious again, and and the woman was absolutely transformed. Mm-hmm. So that was my first experience. <laughs> <laughs> right into the fire. <laughs> right into the fire. But you know, uh, the most important thing that I have learned was that all I had to do was trust. Yes. My capacity to trust. And 
basically that trust began with if someone was in need, something inside of me would say whether or not it was appropriate for me to step in and help, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to offer my help. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people don't know that you can help, so they don't know to ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then I would say, would you like me to help you? Mm-hmm. Or, of course, once I came to California and I found out, as someone put it when I described my my experience, they said, you had a mystical experience. I didn't even know what a mystical experience was. And I said, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, when I came to California in 1983, uh, there was only one person, Patricia Sun, mm-hmm. that was doing anything even close, remotely close to the sounds like that. Because mm-hmm. the sounds aren't always pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, people mm-hmm. think that it's, you know, I, I say to my clients, take a deep breath and let out a sigh. And when they're on the table, this is how I begin. Let out the sigh and let it just give your body a voice. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about what it sounds like. It might be a moan, a groan, a growl, or, mm-hmm. you know, like, like a bear. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's strange. But what you're doing is releasing something that doesn't serve you any longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and then eventually, when I actually am doing the sounds, sometimes the sounds are really strange, mm-hmm. but eventually, as the channel clears, whatever space I'm working on, or eventually maybe the whole body, uh, when the channel clears, the sounds are incredible Mm -hmm. like the sound of the soul Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and I think that the soul in each of us is resonant to music Mm -hmm. and to harmonies and that's why you know music will never go out of style because it is always just a part of our being that's needed in our culture and needed in every culture Mm -hmm. so well, that's fascinating. So you came to California, and then you found the winds of change. And, and was that, like, way after you came to California? I, I met the winds of change. Well, I, I attended a workshop in 1995 uh, when I uh, moved to Santa Cruz to go to school. And um, uh, there was a young woman sitting across from me. And a inner voice kept saying, you need to do something with her. Uh, and there were a lot of people at the workshop. So, you know, I just kind of like talked to her, but never really got a chance to go beyond that. And two days later, I met her at the Safeway. Mm-hmm. Her name is Patricia White Buffalo. And I and said, I interviewed Patricia on the show. Oh, so she, okay. there is a tape that if people are interested, they can go listen to Patricia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and the woman who was uh, leading the workshop um, was uh, Antara, mm-hmm. and she had become a, an acquaintance, almost friend at that time, And because uh, I was new to the area. And uh, so I talked to Patricia and told her that I had been doing work with sound mm-hmm. on my own for a long time and with clients, and that I would like to know what it would be like to introduce my method, which is really focusing on the breath mm-hmm. and letting the breath 
bring you down deep, ground you, and then allowing whatever sound wants to come out mm-hmm. without any judgment. And she was intrigued. And so uh, Patricia, Antara, and I met at my house on a Friday. And we uh, sat quietly and did the breath, which this breath sounds like the wind mm-hmm. when you really going into it with that intention. Mm -hmm. That's where the name Winds of Change came eventually. Uh, And um, so we sat and we did, we went into this incredible journey, just each one of us founding, and Mm -hmm. then eventually it it just came into this beautiful harmony and then ended Mm -hmm. spontaneously all at the same time. And then Patricia, who had been working with drums and rattles and doing shamanic work, said, how about if we do this again and we bring drums and rattles, put them in the center of the circle, and then see what happens. Just pick it up and begin to use it. So we did that for years, and eventually in 97, we all agreed that it would be wonderful to go into a studio and go into our uh kind of meditated altered state mm-hmm. and see what would happen mm-hmm. and you have a copy of that so yeah so we're um, going to be playing some of the winds of change music at the break here uh, so we're going to take a little break uh, I'm Robin White Turtle and I, I'm here with Norma Cordova and we're talking about the healing power of sound and uh, we'll be right back
So we just heard the winds of change at the break, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first I wanted to ask you about the uh, the healing that you've done with death and dying, because I think that's been a really important part of your healing work uh, in the world. So go ahead and tell us about this. So um, I felt a call to work uh, in the field of death and dying when I came to California I uh, volunteered to work at the Center for Living with Dying as as a volunteer. And, uh, of course, eventually I did uh, see people who were uh, terminally ill. Uh, One day, though, a client, a personal client who I had had worked with, called me and asked me if I would go see a a relative that was dying. fairly young woman, and uh, she was pretty much at her deathbed, and um, semi-coma at that point, and, but they felt that she should have let go by then, mm-hmm. uh, seemed to be having some difficulty in that mm-hmm. area. I didn't know personally what I, had, I could do at that point. What I had done was sat with people who were dying, Mm -hmm. uh, done some grief counseling for them and their family, and uh, done Reiki, because Mm -hmm. I I am a Reiki master Mm -hmm. and uh, had been called in to do Reiki, uh, which is very helpful. In this particular instance, I was standing at the foot of her bed, and uh, suddenly I just had this feeling of the breath moving through me and moving through her. And this incredible song. It wasn't sounds. It it always moves me to tears when I remember this incident. But the 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 sounds that were coming were coming like a song. And then uh, even the relative in the room with me was kind of shocked. I had to open my eyes because I was hearing the the tones that I was making coming out of this woman. Mm. And very faint, mm-hmm. but I could hear them. And I just continued to breathe and allow the sound, the song. And I realized when it was complete that I had been singing the song of her soul. Mm, we wow. all have our song. Mm-hmm. We are a musical instrument. And your instrument helped her pass peacefully the next day. Oh, how wonderful. What a wonderful story. So somehow, it's almost as if my sense was that she just needed to make that connection yeah, within herself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it's so amazing how birth and death are the same doorway. You know, like you were saying at the break that um, the breath is the, the first thing everybody waits for with a child is to see their first breath. When we're born. Yeah. When you're born. And when you're dying, it's the last breath, you know. Exactly. So breath is so primal and so important. Yes. Yeah, I that's wonder. why it has for me when I teach or when I have a client, I want them to recognize that every time we breathe and we breathe with intention, 
we are saying yes to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, setting that intention. Yeah, and it can breathe. You, we can breathe into our pain and, and release it just like you, you know, will show me soon about my headache. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a wonderful journey, you yeah. know, in the field of death and dying. I've done it, as I said, since 1993. No, I'm sorry, 1983. And wow. um, I've been with many people. And... Um, Actually, one young man, um, because I was uh, working with the AIDS Project, who was at his deathbed, and I was doing Reiki, and then the sound started coming, and the last sound was his last breath. Oh, wow. So I have really been blessed to have some very intimate and sacred, what I consider sacred experience. That's 30 years of working with death and dying. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, Norma, I'm so delighted that you were here with us today. And um, we're going to hear some more. Uh, and I will be right back. This is Robin White Turtle Listney, and this is the show Evolve. Hi, I'm Robin White Turtle Listney, and I'm your host on Evolve. I wanted to share with you a few of the things that I'm doing beside the radio show. Uh, you can always go to my website, www.thecenterforthesoul.com, and that is uh, www.thecenterforthesoul.com, and you can learn about all the things that I offer, including readings, healing work, uh, I'm a medium, a psychic, uh, I'm also an artist and an author. You can check out my books. The most recent ones are called Poems for the Lost Deer, and the other is called Heart Path Handbook and Energy Medicine Guide. Uh, Both these books have been published this year in 2014. So I just wanted to share that with you, and now we'll go back to the show.
back and this is Robin White Turtle Listening and I'm here with Norma Cordova and we are talking about the healing power of sound and Norma's been a sound healer for many years and uh, uh, she is going to share with us we've just heard the winds of change and uh, some of the work that they were doing and she was part of that group and helped to form it so you want to talk a little bit more about like where you guys went because you started in the circle, and then you recorded, and then did you go perform and things? Well, um, there was a, a woman um, who taught African drumming in Santa Cruz, and she was doing um, uh, for at Loudon Nelson Center. She was going to have a, a program, and uh, it was for Women's History Month. And she met up with Antara. Tara told her what we were doing, and she says, "Oh, would you open up the program oh. by opening up the four directions and doing a, a uh, you know, the sounds?" And oh my God, it was just wonderful. We also went into some uh, private schools, mm-hmm. like once for Thanksgiving, and I remember Patricia had uh, these feathers. And uh, she danced while we drummed, mm-hmm. and the kids just loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. Went into some uh, senior uh, 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 living mm-hmm. and did some work with the seniors, mm-hmm. and they loved it. I remember once one woman I brought some, that we had some extra drums, and she was this woman got up and she was drumming and she was walking around going, "Go baby, go, go baby, go!" I'll never forget that. So we really took the show on the road, and then in, uh, um, I think it was also in 97, because we had already made our recording, we uh, did this incredible program, Awakening Our Earth's Heritage at Loudon Nelson, and uh, we invited other groups, 
the White Hawk dancers from mm-hmm. Watsonville mm-hmm. Um, did one segment because we were doing the four directions, mm-hmm. and uh, then we had a, a Celtic uh, sword dancer mm-hmm. uh, with a young woman who played the flute, and we had a Balinese dancer, mm-hmm. and uh, let's see, there must have been somebody else, and then the winds of change, mm-hmm. and one of the women, Amita, she was the narrator mm-hmm. of this journey. Of uh, and and that was about the ancient ones and mm-hmm. their travels and how we arrived at where we were, mm-hmm. and it was standing room only, and people got up when the winds of change did their journey, and they were dancing and rocking. <laughs> we really moved the place. Oh, that's great! So that's it was so really great. really an incredible. So, uh, and and um, I just want to mention that in the recording, there was Patricia White Buffalo, Antara, uh, Earth Angel Davis, uh, Amita, uh, Merit Medusa, and myself, Norma Cordova. Mm-hmm. So we so were the five. We were the five that uh, I, uh, did the program at Loudon Nelson. Uh-huh. How yeah. exciting. So now when you work with uh, individuals, you, you start with the breath. And you allow the breath to go in to loosen whatever challenges are there, and then you use your own sounds that come out of your mouth. Can you talk a little bit about how that helps you, like in your personal life and in your personal work, but then also with clients, how you use sound to actually help people heal? Okay. Blockages. Uh, Let me begin uh, by saying that everything I learned about sound, I learned in the process of doing the work. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. everything. Right. So it was almost as if I had a vision one day that when the client was there, um, they had this this house. Their body is the house, and there were rooms that were sealed. But yet, I and I would know what part of the body I'd be working on, and. Uh, so let's say if all of a sudden I was working in uh, the area of the throat and it's almost as if the throat were contracted and a very, very small, it had become like a very small uh, tube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So by my breathing into, I could feel in my body, I'm, I'm uh, an empath and a medium, so I could feel in my body exactly where the breath was going in the body of the person. Mm -hmm. So I would actually begin to breathe and ask the person to focus their attention on their throat, Mm -hmm. and I would begin to breathe, and I could actually feel my breath going in, and then when it would release with a sound, it was the, the sound was actually taking whatever was there. Oh. And removing it. So the sound actually moves the energy that yes, was stuck. Exactly. Okay, so I've got a little headache right now. <laughs> so let's demonstrate this. Okay. okay? So okay. it's just a low thing that's in the back of my head, and I've had it for a day or two. And uh, Norma's step standing behind me now, and so I'm gonna just so just bring your wherever you place your attention. Okay. That's where the breath will go always. Okay. So it's really important for us to remember to bring our attention down to our feet so that we're in our body and mm-hmm. grounded because that's where the breath will go. I call it 
calling your spirit home mm -hmm. because your breath is what brings your spirit home to your body. So now that you're grounded, let's just bring your awareness to that part of the back of your neck that you're feeling the discomfort. pretty. No. Because it's really transmitting through the sound whatever discomfort was there. Yeah. 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 And the, what what I was experiencing was like um, I've been in the process of moving the last week or so and so my mm -hmm. whole head has been like contracted mm -hmm. in thinking about all the things I have to do and all the you know what has to go first and what has to go second. So uh so I could feel all of that accordion kind of contraction that I had in my neck right behind my ears. I could just feel it like expanding and releasing. And then the headache went with your last like flare there. Yeah. And then I could feel the, the sound actually leaving, not mm -hmm. leaving a trace of anything that was stuck anymore. All of that, all the images of, you know, my lists and everything just left. And I don't need to hold on to it because we just did the move yesterday. So it was like, it doesn't have to be that, I don't have to hold on to it. That's the beauty of the breath. Yeah. It's it's really working with the element of air. Yeah. Wind spirit. Mm -hmm. I call it wind spirit. Mm -hmm. So in in my years of working, which was what I really taught um, uh my clients and and this is how the winds of change started we would sit and just be quiet and breathe mm -hmm. the biggest thing is we don't realize how important it is to keep our throat chakra open mm -hmm. so that's the first place where mm -hmm. you go okay you drop your jaw mm -hmm. you relax your face 
you know, and then just imagine that you're breathing into this open space in your throat. Mm -hmm. So it's like this. it goes past the throat then it has easy access to the rest of the body uh-huh. and I learned in my own personal process was to where where was I experiencing discomfort or pain and you know so you, you I would focus my attention into that area and I would breathe in that area release and sound would come mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember once being in a hurry, stepping uh, uh, down off a step and twisting my ankle. I sat down <laughs> on this stoop and I just held my ankle and really in a way was saying, I'm so sorry that I, you've been hurt because of my carelessness and my rushing around. And I just started quietly breathing into my ankle. Ah, <sighs> even a sigh. Mm. when we're stressed out breathe into the body open the body open the channel Mm. let your spirit be fully present and and trust that the breath will go out and when spirit will pick it up and just take it and it will dissolve yes it takes practice like you know the Buddhists are always talking about practice practice Yeah. So, um, well, I just love hearing about this because I think that the breath is such a primary thing for any kind of music, but for healing, it is really a, a really important piece, and it's what I always start with in healing people too. So it's really fun to hear how your process is because we've never actually talked about this. Yeah. And so, what I would love to do mm-hmm. um, is I would love to have you sing a song now. Oh. And um, if if you wouldn't mind, my favorite one is Olorun. Yes. Uh, would you do that for I us? I would be very happy. Oh, that okay. would be so delightful. Okay, just give me a moment. Can I share what the words are? Yes, yes. Um, Olorun comes from a um, spiritual practice, African-Brazilian, and um, it is a prayer. And uh, it is a prayer that says, the Creator, God, whatever you want to call it, is here. By it being here means it is here within each and every one of us. And then the next is, it is everywhere. Mm. So...
Shalom. Norma, this has been so delightful. Thank you so much for being willing to be interviewed, and I just know that this is going to go out to all the people that listen to it and all the millions of people that need help and that may not have a lot of money to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. They can start with their own breath and their own healing of the things that are um, challenging in their own systems and see how they can transform Mm -hmm. them. So thank you so much. Breath is primordial. Yes. It is what connects us to me. It is the bridge between the source of all creation and our individual spirit and light that exists and maintains our life through that breath Mm -hmm. in every moment. Mm -hmm. Well said. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. All right. And this is Robin White Turtle listening. And this show is Evolve on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. And uh, I've been with Norma Cordova, and this is Robin White Turtle listening. I'm Robin White Turtle Lisney, and I'm your host on Evolve. I wanted to share with you a few of the things that I'm doing beside the radio show. Uh, You can always go to my website, www.thecenterforthesoul.com, and that is uh, www.thecenterforthesoul.com, and you can learn about all the things that I offer, including readings, healing work, uh, I'm a medium, a psychic, uh, I'm also an artist and an author. You can check out my books. The most recent ones are called Poems for the Lost Deer, and the other is called Heart Path Handbook and Energy Medicine Guide. Uh, both these books have been published this year in 2014. So I just wanted to share that with you, and now we'll go back to the show. So this is Robin White Turtle listening, and we're on... Firefly Willows, L-I-B-E, on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm here today with uh, Greg Eaton, also known as Space Cadet, who is having an album release. And we're at the Tannery um, Arts Center, and we'll be doing this release in the courtyard uh, tonight, later tonight. So you're getting in on a premiere event 
tonight, Yay. which is really exciting. So welcome, Yay. Greg. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me, Robin. Yeah, so excited to uh, do this interview with you because I've listened to your poetry and your songs and your uh, poetry songs for a <laughs> yeah. long time now. Like and uh, Yeah, and I'd just like you to uh, kind of share a little bit about this album and about your work. Yeah, totally. So I've been coming to the big Monday open mic that's here at the Tannery, which is where I met you and have gotten to know you much better, uh-huh. for maybe about a year. And um, But I've always been very, very, very into music and into like composing music and making music. And um, But I really fell in love with poetry a lot through this open mic, and I fell in love with a lot of poets and spoken word artists and really just the whole art form I've been so interested in, and, and I also started pursuing the art form of poetry um, much more forwardly this past year, and it's been amazing and, like, so cathartic for me, and, like, my it's really changed my life. So I kind of naturally started to um, put words to, like, the music that I like to create and produce and Queen Jasmine, a big part of the tannery community, she said that she calls them soems. So like a song poem, <laughs> right? Yeah. Which I thought was like, so I've kind of started to use that term a little since she said it. Um, she actually was saying that she was working on a project that will have a lot of soems on it. But um, that's really this album. I've been working on this album for like the past year. It's got 17 songs. Um, I produced all of the music, but it has a lot of the artists from the tannery on the album, and oh. they're like poets, spoken word artists. So it's kind of like spoken word meets hip-hop in a <laughs> weird way. Because yeah. everything I do is like a little different for whatever reason. So it's very interesting, and I feel like the community here has been so receptive to it because it's you know, a little bit of a different sort of community. And that's why I've really fallen in love with you guys because mm. you guys really appreciate all different kinds of things and you're never looking for anything in particular. You guys are really supportive of all different sorts of expression, uh-huh. which has always really inspired me to be exactly who I want to be and to create the sort of art that I really want to create. I've always been afraid of doing that. Mm. Um, yeah, so I finally got the whole project done and together and uh, mixed and mastered. And um, so it's called The Art of Space. And um, I released it. It was released digitally yesterday. So it's on like iTunes and Spotify uh-huh. and my SoundCloud. Um, but, you know, this is like a big release party we're having tonight. And all of the artists that are involved are going to be here with their friends and family and um, it's just going to be a big community event and I'm very excited and it's also my 30th birthday which ah, is like happy birthday. extra special <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> so special is right yeah. yeah wow that's so exciting well and and you're having a whole bunch of poets reading as well yeah so the because a, a big part of this project was very much inspired by poetry and the art of spoken word And really, a lot of these quotes have just inspired me in my life um, because, you know, I think growing up, sometimes you think you're like an outcast and different and you're the only one feeling the emotions that you're feeling, like self-doubt, you know, feelings of not fitting in totally, 
different things like that, a lot of the poets here like feel the same way and speak about themselves feeling that way. And I was like, wow, I'm not the only person in the world that <laughs> like goes through these emotions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of these poets, including yourself, have been very inspiring to me. So I wanted to, um, you know, like help to showcase all of you guys and really just um, include all of these poets that have been so inspirational because it's really important to me. So the event is kicking off with a poetry mic that is um, including yourself, which yeah, I'm so excited I'm about. I'm so excited myself. About it's actually all, it. yeah. all women. <laughs> so I don't know why this happened, or but um, I started, once the event got booked, um, I started thinking about the poets I wanted to invite, and I got through like six or seven, and I wasn't thinking about who you guys would bring, or I just was like, it's my chance to invite all my favorite poets, and you guys were all women. <laughs> I was like, so be it. Yeah, so be it. And it's, you know, what's exciting for me is that that I love the inclusiveness, of course, because we're, we're probably about 30 years apart here, but sure. I also love the... Um, I love the fact that there's so many different styles of poetry yeah. and spoken word that are going to be presented tonight, which yeah. is so exciting. Such a huge range of styles. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, wh what this show, this radio show is about today is about the art of healing. And yeah. you're, you've just talked about how it's been healing for you to come to the tannery and come to the, the Monday night um, events. But it's, it's also healing, I think, for anybody doing creative work that's performing it or what I love about poetry is you have to share it with people in order to see if it lands or to see if it's resonant with right. them. And it's, I imagine it's the same with song. You mm -hmm. know, you have to share it in order for it to be, for there to be a communion yeah. where you're really partaking in that right. healing process yeah. together. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a really important step, actually. And that's a step I haven't been taking a lot in my life, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to hide out in your room <laughs> and <laughs> write poems and songs and create art. Um, but it's one, but it's a totally separate sort of thing to like share it with people. Right. Um, but it's, that is a major, major step in that healing process. Right. Um, I mean, it really, there's actually these really awesome little threads like on Facebook that um, a lot of these poets just like post a poem. They'll like write a poem and then they'll post it. And, um, and I've started to do that sometimes. Like I'll have, I'll be having a really bad day. And, um, you know, you, you get in those moods that you, there's nothing you can do. Like I'll like drink a couple beers or I'll, anything to help me feel better and I'm not feeling better. Um, something that starts to really help us to get those emotions onto the page right. um, or into a song or, you know, but even further, another big step is to share it. And um, actually not so, um, fairly recently I wrote, I was having a super, super bad day and I wrote this poem called Punching Bag. <laughs> it was like pretty intense. And uh, I shared it on one of those threads and I felt so much better. Like, uh -huh right away, uh -huh. just putting it out there yeah. for whoever. And actually a couple of people came back and were like, I'm feeling that. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. But um, 
Now, are these threads like on Facebook? Yeah. Can people access them? Or? Yeah. Um, this one thread, I think, is just kind of like something that um, people started to throw together. I have no idea if it's like open or closed or I just ran across it. Mm -hmm. um, or a friend told me about it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I know that there's a lot of different little venues that you can take for that sort of thing to mm -hmm. just get your your words out there to share them with people. Mm -hmm. But the music is certainly the same way. Like, um, I've um, people have been hearing a lot of these songs, and there's a lot of emotion on this album mm -hmm. about a lot of different things. And um, a lot of people have, you know, started to listen to the songs and have told me, you know, oh, like... I heard this and it like I totally resonated with it and mm -hmm. it really helped me in my day helped me to feel strong because a lot of a big theme of the album is like it's okay to be exactly you right you know um, no. it's okay yeah you don't have to pretend to be somebody else you yeah just be who you are and whatever emotions you have it's okay yeah and um, you know I didn't always feel like that but I'm but I'm starting to realize that it is okay mm -hmm. you you bring your own unique energy to this world and it would be a shame for you to change it to anything else you mm -hmm. know but it's not always easy to feel accepted and mm -hmm. to feel like you're effectively contributing to the world and mm -hmm. stuff like that but um yeah I've been it's like I've been pretty nervous and anxious about sharing this album and tonight it's going to be crazy to share it like with all of you in the community um very forwardly and outwardly but I know that I'm probably going to sleep better tonight <laughs> than I've slept like probably in like six months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really amazing. I think very therapeutic. Yeah. Well, and it'll be fun to see where it goes, you know, like how it goes out there. Yeah. Because today it's so easy to get it out in a bigger audience. Yeah. Um, you know, on the internet. I mean, it's also like 10,000 million other people doing the same thing. But, yeah. but you feel, uh, you feel like you have more of a, a, com a communion with a broader community yeah and then to start with our community which is really exciting to even say that our community you know yeah. like it is yeah. our community that's creating yeah. um inspiring this yeah Not creating it but inspiring it Absolutely. and then um you know to see your talent and all of our talents together you know i just love the inclusiveness of it so great yeah so great. and um it's really like a lot of different people are on this album and it's um, you know, the tannery is really amazing because a lot of people come through here yeah. from different little sub-communities. Like there's the um, UCSC community, a lot of different little art-centered communities that uh -huh. kind of come through here every now and then. And I've been lucky enough to, to capture a lot of those artists or to engage with them and to say, you know, hey, I'm working on this project. Would you like to be involved? So the project's really brought a lot of different little sub-communities together, which uh -huh. is kind of what the tannery tends to do and like the art bar and that Monday mic you know yeah. like a weekly mic but um I'm honored to have developed it within this community and actually we have a lot of people that come from like the Bay Area and tell us that we're like this awesome very special community <laughs> and I think we really are I think so too I mean I think Santa Cruz for poetry is pretty awesome yeah Any, anyway I mean we've got you know poetry Santa Cruz is an organization, and yeah. there's dozens and dozens of poetry critique groups, yeah. um, you know, and they're up for all different levels, and um, then we've got the open mic here, and there's open mics 
you know, all month, like yeah. every week, all month long. Yeah. So we're we're in a pretty exciting area mm-hmm. uh, for that. And then we've got the Bay Area, like within an hour away. San Francisco is about an hour, ten minutes mm-hmm. or so away, and we can pop up there if we want to and partake in that. So we're we're in a really great uh, pressure cooker yeah. <laughs> for the arts, which yeah. you know I certainly appreciate. That's why yeah. I live here. So same, and it's um. I've really learned that it's almost like the more talented the artist is, the more filled with self-doubt they are. <laughs> <laughs> like, and um, it can be really difficult. I've had so many times working on this project where I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, this is awful. <laughs> Nobody's going to like it. Like, why am I doing this? For what purpose? I mean, really, it yeah. has not been easy. Yeah. I've had a lot of crazy days. and um, But this community kept me going, for sure. Because mm-hmm. having that support, you know, having other artists telling you, no, this is good, like, keep moving, keep moving, keep working on it. Um, you know, we really push each other to, to continue focusing on our art and, you know, to continue um, developing as artists and growing. And um, I could not have done any of this without this community. No yeah. way, never. Yeah. So it's amazing like it that. It is. Yeah. We're so lucky. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I think a lot of it is our intention as a group. Like in the poetry night on Monday night, you know, everything is focused on acceptance of whoever's up there. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of critiquing whoever's up yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there and there there's, you know, a range of poets and a range of gifts and a range of where they started. I mean, some of us have been writing for 25 years and others are just beginning. Yeah. But there but there's an acceptance of whatever comes out is yeah. okay. And mm-hmm. I think that's such an important incubator yeah. for talent. Um, because initially it really does need an incubator like that where yeah. everything is okay. Yeah. And then as you get more used to writing poetry and you, you want to get it more refined so that you can get it published out there or whatever, then then you get a critique group going and you yeah. try to kind of hone it. But there is a standard here, which is so exciting to me, of um, people really listening for the original word choice. Yeah. You know, I yeah. hear that. Do you hear that? Oh, yeah. All the time. Absolutely. It's so exciting. Yeah, people really listen. Yeah, they really Which is do. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, there's definitely open mics where people are, like, chatting and, like, yeah. eating or drinking or, yeah. I mean, people very intently listen yeah. at this open mic, which yeah. is, like, amazing. And you can hear a pin drop when people are, are reading, which is so exciting. Yeah, it's you amazing. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited to have you, and we're going to be listening to some of the Art of Space. Uh, coming up tonight, and Yay. I'll be recording a little bit of it here and there. And, uh, so I'm so glad to have you, and thanks so much. And um, I'll we'll catch catch you on the next. Yeah, one thank you later. so much, Robin. Like okay. nothing but a pleasure. I really appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you later. This is Robin White Turtle Lisney, and this is Blog Talk Radio, Firefly Willows, L I V E, and the show is Evolve. Hi, welcome back. This is Robin White Turtle Lisney, and the show is Evolve. And this is part two of Greg Eden's uh, album release event. And the first part was his interview. And the second part is the introduction to the actual album release evening uh, by his sister, Randy L. 
and we'll be listening to that in just a minute. And then uh, after that, I've uh, selected a few songs of his that uh, are from the album, so you'll get a little preview. And of course, this is available on iTunes and Spotify. And here we go. A little, a little love. Um, my name is Randy Janelle. I'm actually Space Cadet sister. Yeah. So, a little bit of, a little of the family purpose, I think, is the reason I'm up here. But uh, basically, I have been traveling around, and I've been living overseas for about three and a half years, and I've just left to come back to the States. And um, I've, been, I've been doing some poetry and some art overseas, and I wrote a poem as my farewell poem to the city I was in, which is Wellington, New Zealand. And I just want to start this mic with just a couple stanzas from that poem. And then I'll finish it later. And then I'll finish it later. It's just a little baby, just a little instruction. Basically, I started the poem saying, My mother tells me, you went to Wellington and gave birth to yourself. Now, physiologically, that sounds closer to teratology, the study of congenital abnormalities. But what moms say is generally true, and as mine has never lied to me, I have to agree. And we share the same mom. <laughs> so basically what I'm saying is I think my mom would agree that Space Cadet gave birth to himself when he moved to Santa Cruz and he found this poetry community. So I just want to shout out to you all for helping him um, make what, find his soul, find his art, because he truly has, and you guys will see it as the night unfolds. So I want to start off with that. And now we'll start with a couple of the songs from the album. Y'all come close, y'all gather round. Moon sparkles got that new underground. We got the rhymes that roll and the beats that rock. 
come into hyperspace with Captain Cook and Mr. Spock. And don't you worry about space, you'll get them later. Right now, I'm about to hit you with this dope ass laser. See, I am your daddy, you can call me Data. And my rock so sick that it always be paper. And you can't even be my waiter. Use a bus, or catch the bus, or come with us. Pay you two dollars and come to the back Cause that's where moves probably gonna be at We could smoke one of these beats I got rolled up in my backpack I just got a set of jackpots While I'm writing this Swan birds wearing nurse pants Give him a chance he likes to dance And when the ladies see him take that stance They pant Bliss, I'll show you bliss, blow a kiss, take your miss and give her vitamins. I sin, but then I make amends and ovens with all men's joy. Helen of Troy in my safe way. Practice makes active devil dick, so get the mayonnaise plays. Praise, a good phrase always. Get you through the darker part of your days. Days normally I am and confused, cause the top's not coming off a jam. This the jam, this the wham, bam, thank you, man. Shit. Moon sparkle lights the night, all the girlies say damn. Moon Sparkle lights the night. All the fellas say damn. Moon sparkle lights the night. All the children say damn. Moon sparkle lights the night. Everybody say. A century ago, a gentleman kept going. They said he'd never make it. Outlander was his vision. Too crazy was his mission. Please consider quitting. He looked at them and said, Peace be with you. I'm legend. Mount Saint Helens is where I vacation. Mount Everest, ten corners I'm taking. Under weak advice, I'm simply not taking. Moon Sparkle's best destiny is in the making. Don't deserve a second chance for moon to begin again. 
And this rain takes the pain down gutters lined with alchemaic possibilities. Sweet ears and fears and a green vision, pregnant buds with these winter till spring comes and I will blow. I choose to compost anything that cool things, remade, remade, reintroduce myself and say smell a fresh spot like rain. Evangelistic cubes in my freezer I'm taking cues and wearing shoes That pair nicely with untimely rhyming seizures Dude, I've been laid up in bed And I'm always in my head My mom said my cold sweats Means I'm beating the fever I feel safer thinking to myself Under several layers But on my shelf Daggers, tasers, and laser sharpened razors I'm taking no favors from the man They call my savior Can't tell you the last time I found answers in sacred ancient prayers But I'm standing at the bottom, staring up a staircase Barely able to make out the twisted doubt that's on my face And at the same time, feeling gifted, lifted from indecision My pen dripping with scriptures, my vision Now spinning around black holes in outer space I may have finally found my place This is Robin White Turtle, and those were uh, several selections from Greg Eaton's album, Art of Space. The first was Beautiful. The second was One. The, second, the third one was Begin Again. And the last one was Scriptures. So we thank you for joining us. And this is Robin White Turtle listening, and the show is Evolve. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Carousella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for our live on-air call-in show, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.